Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast, a magical place where your host, Heather Danielle, psychic medium, will bring the mystical woo-woo world down to earth in practical ways. Tune in every Monday for your weekly reading and on Wednesdays to hear fascinating conversations with spiritual experts, uplifting stories, and deep dives into the metaphysical world, all to help you tap into the invisible guidance that's all around you. It's time to start living a spiritual AF life. Get cozy. The conversation is starting now. Happy 2024. I know we're only a few days in, but I hope that this year is treating you great so far. This episode is going to be a different kind of episode than I've ever done because we are going to be interviewing myself. Yes. So in case you didn't hear, I was actually on this really amazing podcast. I will put the link in the show notes where I was interviewed by Sarah Ray, and we were able to really dive in deep into the world of psychic and mediumship. So I really love some of the questions that she asked me because I always forget, you know, where some people are coming from when you're talking about like the spiritual world, just because I've been involved in it for so many years. Sometimes I forget about, you know, simple things and also complex things that many people who are waking up on their spiritual journey are confused about. So before we get into that interview, which is coming up in just a second, I just have to give you a remind to join the Spiritual AF Library. It is a free library full of so many different resources all in one place that will help you explore your spiritual journey with ease. So that means that you don't have to keep on going and getting information on TikTok and from this teacher and that teacher and those kinds of things, or even my own guides. So if you have gotten one of my guides, like my Psychic and Mediumship you know, free guide or my Meditating Alternatives guide and things like that, you don't even have to worry anymore because it'll just be all in your student account once you sign up for the library you'll have it all right there and I am going to be adding more and more things but if you are wanting to overcome your spiritual fears you know if you have an issue around that there is something in there to help you with it and there is a lot of that stuff there so I encourage you to look it up because guess what it is for free so I hope that you love it enjoy it and I hope that you love and enjoy this interview here we go welcome Heather Thank you so much for being here today and bringing your lovely, beautiful, gorgeous energy with us. In my opinion, mediumship is one of the most profound spiritual professions and skills that you can do because what is more beautiful than helping a bereaved person through mediumship? I just, it's just one of those things that makes such an impact and it's just so lovely and gorgeous and it's potentially life-changing. And it's also really cool because I am trying to hone my skills better so that I can better do mediumship. And I know you're a very talented medium and you've worked very hard at your craft. So I'm just really excited to learn more about how we can communicate with those on the other side and what types of things we can do and what you do to practice these skills. So thank you for telling us all this cool information, not gatekeeping anything. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for having me on. And thank you so much for reminding me about the beauty of mediumship because I often forget it because I think it's something that once you have a skill, you kind of almost like take it for granted. And even though I don't feel I do hearing it explained like in that beautiful way you just did, it like made me tear up a little bit. 
And when I first started opening up, that was my passion is once I realized how to do it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to share it with everybody, you know, like how to do it. So thank you for having me on because I am an open book. <laughs> oh, yay. I know. Uh, I often forget as well that people get freaked out when other people, normal people out there who aren't, you know, on this path are going, uh, you talk to dead people. Uh, you want ghosts in your house. You have an Ouija board on your shelf behind you, Heather. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I know I have like five Ouija boards <laughs> and it's like, yeah, like I have like tons of Ouija boards. I have all of this stuff and you know, it's come, it's to me, it's becoming more of the norm of like, you don't talk to your past loved ones. Like, why wouldn't you like, that's like my thing. And like your right. own past loved ones or, you know, even learning about how to do it because it makes your life so much easier. It's so, it's one thing to, you know, be grieving and talk to a past loved one, but then it's like really cool to, to be able to know how they communicate all of the time because then it makes your life easier and happier and you feel closer to them. And so like my, when my grandma died, I'm like, Oh my gosh, she came my best friend, like after she passed. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's kind of cool. You yeah. never feel alone. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I know I'm never alone. I'm they're only a thought away. So before we start diving into all that, we're, we're going to get into all that first, let's just kind of lay the foundation. Like, what are we talking about? What is a medium? What is a psychic medium? What is this? Oh, that's, that is a great freaking question to be able to start, right? So, you know, you might hear of psychics and psychics are people who connect to the person's energy, the pet person's aura. You're going to be talking about things that's happening right now, maybe in the future as well. That's a psychic. And then when you talk about mediums, those are people who talk to the other side. So when you talk about mediumship, you're typically talking about people's past loved ones. When the mediumship is actually underneath this umbrella called channeling. So you mm -hmm. might hear people call calling it channeling and technically mediumship is underneath channeling because you're going like outside of yourself. So when you think of channeling, you usually think of spirit guides, intergalactic beings, you're talking about, you know, angels, those kinds of things. Um, and then mediumship is technically channeling, but a lot of people that are in this uh, spiritual world, we kind of think of them as separate a little bit. Channeling is going to be more about like the angels and the spirit guides and mediumship is more about past loved ones. That's kind of like how I teach it. Does sure. that make sense? Yeah, it does for sure. So a psychic is someone who reads people's energies. Yeah. Medium communes with like what we would perceive as like human souls or potentially animal souls on the yep. other side. And then channeling, you could channel angels or other entities. Am I, yes. am I saying that right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Technically mediumship falls underneath channeling, okay. but people in the know, that's what we say. <laughs> okay. Excellent. We're in the know now. Cool. You're in the know. You're part of the club. <laughs> awesome. So so then, okay, let's first talk a little bit then about channeling. So because my next question was actually, how do we communicate? Like, how does a uh, medium communicate with the other side? You just answered that question. That's channeling. So what is that then? Yeah, it's all going to be the same thing. It's basically going to be through thoughts, through impressions, basically all of our six senses, but then they're heightened. And then you're basically just more mindful of them. And then you trust that it is um, a spiritual connection. And by being more mindful and then also practicing, you can make it more obvious that it is indeed a spiritual being, whether it's your past loved one or an angel communicating with you. And that's how they communicate with you. Do you want me to talk to you a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know this at the time, but I had developed a, I went into a psychic circle and they didn't tell me how this stuff worked. And then I realized how it worked and how it works is you set the intention to connect to something and then bam, you're connected. 
So whether you even realize this or not, you're connected and then they put impressions on you. So they put feelings on you and you start smelling things. Maybe you'll start hearing things. They download thoughts into you and that's the biggest one. So if we go into some of the um, psychic senses, you're talking about clairvoyance, which is gonna be clear seeing. So you actually see things in your mind's eye or you actually might see it physically with you. So that's one way that they communicate with you. Another way to communicate with you, which is a really big one with me, is going to be clairsentient, which is clear feeling. So all of a sudden you start getting feelings. So once you start, you know, you make the intention, all of a sudden you start feeling like, oh my gosh, your heart hurts a little bit. You know, your arm is cramping. Oh, did this person pass away from a heart attack? And then all of a sudden you start getting thoughts, which is clear cognizance, like out of nowhere. And then you start thinking maybe about your grandfather who died from a heart attack. Oh, because it's that person's grandfather, you know, um, and he passed away from a heart attack. And then you might start, you know, smelling things, you know, uh, what is that? Claire aliens? Yeah. They um, call it, a couple of different things. Yes, Claire aliens. I had to look yeah. that one up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they, they call it um, different things, but you also might start smelling cigarette smoke and it's like, oh my gosh, they were a smoker. And this actually happens even when you're not setting the intention. That's the reason why that sometimes you might be stuck in your head and you're, you know, you're stressed out and you're cooking dinner and all these things are coming, going on. Then all of a sudden you start to smell this perfume. And as you stop and you're smelling a little bit more, you're like, that kind of smells like my grandma. And then it's because grandma's there with you. And maybe she's trying to get you out of your head. Maybe, you know, she wishes she could help you in the kitchen. And there's these beautiful ways that they communicate. But a lot of times we have to be more mindful, you know, to the impressions that we're receiving in order to know that they're really talking to us. Absolutely. And like you said, through practice too, it'll get easier with time. And I'm sure yes. we all have certain people we communicate with the most, like grandma always smells this certain way or or maybe dad does this certain thing um, and that yeah. definitely comes with practice too and of course the more you practice mindfulness in general the easier it is to get out of your own way in general oh. generally speaking Oh my gosh. Yes. And then it becomes stronger as yeah. well. You know, the more you pay attention to it. And I love how you said that basically we have to create our own language with spirit because you teach them what their signs mean to you. Yeah. So it's really funny. My grandmother was getting on to me a lot um, after she passed and it was years after she passed and she started sending me this really unique sign. And I don't think that she would mind me sharing it with you, but I would smell her near the end where maybe she didn't smell so good. Okay. My sure. grandma didn't smell so good. Okay. But anyways, I remember that smell. And then anytime that I smelled that smell, it was usually when I was having an argument with my husband and I know that she wanted me to be nicer to her. So it was almost like she smelled mm. the, she smelled good. And I smelled her deodorant and things like that when times were good. But when she wanted me to watch my thoughts and watch what I was doing, she would send me that potent smell almost to make me like double think what I was thinking about. Because all of a sudden, if you get this whiff, of a bad smell like you're going to be stopping in your tracks and that's what she was making me do by you know bringing that smell to me because then i'm like okay i got it grandma i'll be nicer to him i'll have more patience you know got like, it yeah. yes that's so, that was cool. so funny yeah that's a creating your own little spiritual lexicon um so when my grandmother passed away suddenly we weren't expecting it in in february of 20 i don't even know mm. 20 whatever so uh I went to her house to help clean it out and I found just probably dozens of dollars worth of pennies just scattered all over her house. Literally had no idea that she collected pennies. And I found one in particular that was like set in like a little 
like a plaque sort of a thing that talked about like lucky pennies and how they're like a part of the angels and God sends you lucky pennies. And I hung on to that. And every single heads up penny I've ever found goes in a special dish since then. And yeah. And now I know that like, Oh, there's grandma. But when it's a heads down penny, I've come to realize that that is a message that means something different. It's still from her, but now it's a slightly different take. Now it's like, Oh, maybe Whereas it's not necessarily that she's not sending me love, but it's more like a, hey, be a little bit more mindful about what's happening right now, similar to what your grandma was doing. So the more you communicate them, the deeper that connection gets. Oh my gosh. And I love that because I take my coins and I put them in a separate thing too, but I never thought about the heads up or the heads down penny because I started looking at the the numbers on the coin. So oh. for example, like the years, and that is like, it is insane. Some of the stuff that has happened with the coins. Like I remember I was walking past my table and there was two coins there and I'm like, okay, what's up with this? Like, I don't understand like why I have two coins there. And so I'm like, you know, let me just look at the year, a year on one of them. The year was the year my grandfather passed away. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. It's my grandfather saying, hi, that's awesome. Well, I went to go walk away and they're like, look at the other one, look at the other one. And I'm like, okay. So I go back, look at the other one. There's no way that both of them would make sense. Right. Uh I picked the other one up is my aunt Juju who had just passed away and that was her dad. And so having the two coins together Mm. was showing me that my grandfather was with my aunt Juju and they were together. And I just was like, Oh my gosh. And there's so many more stories like that. I think, I think that trusting, you know, being mindful, then also trusting too. And then really just looking at your, your, you know, what five, six senses, and then seeing which ones are the strongest within you. At first, it was just smell. Like when I sat in my psychic development circle and, you know, mediumship circle, it was really funny because everybody else was connecting to them and I couldn't connect at all. I'm like, they don't want to connect to me. And then finally, I remember just one day I was in there and I kept on smelling food. And I remember thinking for the last couple of weeks, like, man, Heather, you've really got to eat before you come here because you're apparently really hungry. But then I realized I was, I was craving potato chips and I'm like, why I hate potato chips. And that's what made me stop and think, I'm like, wait a second, this is something else. I would not want potato chips. And so I asked the person, I was like, Hey, the spirit that we're connecting to, I think it was her grandmother or her mom. I was like, do they like potato chips? She was like, that's all they would ever eat. And they wow. love better made potato chips, which come from Michigan where I'm at. And it was like so crazy. So then after that, I was just a smelling queen. It was whatever I smelled. I was like, I smell cinnamon buns. And they're like, that's what she would always make on her birthday. And so it was kind of cool. So it might come to you in all the different senses that you might not even realize. Yeah. Spirit has so many different ways to communicate and they're so hyper personalized like Mm -hmm. your grandmother might not have cared at all about lucky heads up pennies but maybe there was something else that she collected that meant something to you um yeah so and I assigned them numbers you know so my mom my mom's number I remember getting a a, you know a text and it's a longer story there but she said that she liked the number 713 so now every time I see 713 that's my mom you know for my grandmother it was 83 And so my mom had um, gotten diagnosed with cancer and she was in the hospital and this is before she passed. But it was really funny because I was driving down the freeway and the car in front of me, and I have pictures to prove this, the car in front of me, the only one had a license plate with the numbers 83. That was it. That's my grandmother's number. I assigned it to her as I created my language with spirit. And I was like, every time I see 83, it's going to symbolize my grandmother. So there it is. I see 83. So I talk back to the signs. I talk back to it. I'm like, Hey, Grams. 
that's awesome. I'm happy that you're with mom. You know, I'm glad that you're there, but I really need to know if mom is going to live or not. You know, I, I just need to know how to prepare myself because it ain't looking good. And I remember I had to get off on that exit. I got off on the exit and I stopped at the red light. And as I stopped, a funeral progression was turning. Oh. And the name was very similar to my mom's and stuff like that. And I remember just thinking, I'm like, thank you, grandmother. You know, I'm like, wow. thank you for letting me know. And then my mom was gone like a week or two later. Oh. And so I look at that though, with like almost like beauty in that kind of thing. Cause I'm like, number one, my grandma gave me a heads up spirit knew it was going to happen. You know, they were all supported and I was able to prepare myself. And so it, it's kind of like sad, but in a way it's almost like really fun. Cause I know that mom mom is being taken care of her and grandma are together. <laughs> and yeah. And there's so many anecdotes. Like my mom has multiple stories, very similar to where someone came to her in a dream saying boomer is going to pass away. And that was our childhood dog growing up and, and he passed away the next day. And, or she'll um, have like a, uh, another visitation and be like, Oh, uh, your daughter, Sarah Ray is about to have a baby girl. And sure as sure shit, I had a baby girl. And um, yeah, it just, it happens all the time. So you really can't discount mm -hmm. anything. And I will also say I assign numbers too. Like I know oh. if I see 10, nine, which is my birthday, if I say one zero nine or one zero zero nine, I know that's a sign from my dad. Also another sign from my dad is nine one one, which was my parents' wedding anniversary. Um, so that's, yeah, I remember that as well. So it, it's helpful. You have to kind of de determine what your messages are and they will start coming through a lot. And I also love responding to like, if I see yes. two, 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 I'm always like, I see you angels. Thanks for helping yes. me. <laughs> yes. And I, I go a little bit step further. Cause I'm like, okay, what in the world do you want me to know? Like I talk to them oh, yeah. and I either like sit with it and then I'm like, okay, this is what they want me to know. Or I will wait for like almost like an intuitive hit, you know, like mm. all of a sudden I get an email and I just kind of know, or like, it's whatever I was just thinking about, you know? So I go ahead. I'm like, okay, why are you sending me these numbers? Cause I could just think of it as like your friend calling you like your friend's mm. not going to keep on calling you for no reason they might keep on calling you to see like hey what's up but you know after a while it's like wait a second <laughs> yeah right like, there has to be a reason on? because it does take energy for them to mm -hmm. contact them just like it takes energy for us to contact them and they're, they're not just going to do it willy-nilly mm -hmm. like my mom always says don't call me unless you have something to say and like yeah you know yes. that's a pretty good rule of thumb and I just have to say, too, because one of the misnomers that they have with psychic and mediumship skills, and I feel like this myth is being debunked more and more each day, but this is not a gift. It's not a gift. Yes. It's a skill and everybody has it. It's something innate that we're born with. And how I kind of see it is, is that we're at summer camp right now here on earth and the other side is our home. And so then we have some people that are graduating, AKA transitioning and they're leaving summer camp, you know, and of course we're going to miss them, but we're here to have fun. We're here to grow and those kinds of things. But are you going to be keep on calling home every single day, all of the time? And it's like, no, we're meant to be here in the moment, but we can call home. And usually in psychic skills and medium skills and having all of that, that's what calling home is. And it's like, hey, are you still here? And sometimes we're going to get homesick and we're going to call, call home a little bit more, you know, than other times. Um, but they're all still around and they can come visit. And that's also what mediumship yeah. and the psychic is. And that's the way that I like to like look at it. Yeah, if I love that. I, it does. That's such a beautiful analogy for what we, why we're here. Cause that's one of the big questions, right? Why are we here? So we've been talking a lot about how 
we basically know that this very specific sign is related to this person because of a memory, usually based on when they were alive. Is that the only type of validation we need to know that's who we're talking with? Or do you think there are other ways to just kind of know this is for sure my dad or this is for sure grandma or this is for sure my childhood pet? What do you, what do you oh, think? Yeah. Well, what I'm in a reading is a little bit different because that I'm going to bring forth like several, like, or a lot of pieces of evidence, which they might call an evidential medium, which is someone who mm -hmm. brings forth like evidence. So I'm going to bring forth like the personality, um, the things they like to do, their hobbies, the way that they passed, you know, those kinds of things. So that's how you'll know in a reading, if it's truly them, if it's, if you're doing it just kind of like by yourself, just trying to do your own past loved ones and stuff. Number one, like if you are doubting, then tell them, say, Hey, I doubt it. Give me another sign. And I usually give them three days to give me another sign. And then being like, okay, is this really you? Then show me your birthday, show me your name, like give that, like talk back to them. They can hear you whether or not that you can, that, like you could hear them is a different story, but they can hear you. So then be like, okay, have this happen. Show me this sign, show me that. And it really does work. You just have to keep an open mind. And then also remember that you asked. <laughs> yeah. And but, also if the sign doesn't show up, take that as an answer too. Oh, I recently I'm point. doing that right now. Like I asked for, I had a very big question the other day and I was like, angels, guides, loved ones. If the answer to my question is yes, send me a rainbow, but a uh, rainbow feather please. Oh. And I, I set a timeline. I said, by this day, please by this. Do you think I saw one? No. And yep. yeah. And I just had to go, okay, that's the answer as opposed to be like, okay. So how about if it's, if the answer is no, send me this instead. Like, no. Oh, that was <laughs> a great point too, because some people are like, oh, I didn't get the sign. Well, maybe it wasn't them. Maybe it was somebody else that has passed that was trying to reach out to you. So mm. oftentimes we think of the main people are in our lives, you know, my mom, my grandmother, my aunt Judy, my other aunt, my uncle, like I might think of like all these other people, but there's so many other people that I lost too, like friends, or mm. sometimes it's even your friends friend, you know, or your friend's family member too, because because maybe your friend's family, they're not really into this kind of thing. So they're going to be going through you because you're the mo more open one. So we have to kind of like expand our, our horizon, if you will, and not get stuck in thinking that it's a certain person, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's such a good point to bring up and not getting tunnel vision. It, and this applies to everything in spirituality, in my opinion, but specifically when it comes to mediumship, you can't leave, you can't uh, draw your own conclusions without having all the evidence, it sounds like. You have to really have an open mind, open heart. Could be anyone. Um, I once had a session with a woman. Um, I was hoping to talk to my dad. I was actually a pretty low point in my life. And I remember, maybe I shouldn't admit this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I went into that session and she knew this, that I was like, you know what, I've been drinking because I'm not feeling great right now. And she's like, you know what, it's okay. And I was like, I was pretty low feeling. And I was like, I really would like to talk to my dad. Like, I really miss him. I kind of feel like he's visiting my sisters, but he's not coming to me, like what oh. the heck's going on? Uh, but then, who stepped forward was my grandfather, someone that I really only had like a handful of memories of in my life. And he had, he'd passed away recently at that point. Um, and I, this was only a couple years ago. So he, I was a full blown adult in my, in my life. I wasn't like a teenager or anything. So, um, she was like, you know what? It's okay. Even if you didn't have a great relationship or even a really strong relationship in this life, doesn't mean that your souls don't have that stronger relationship. Mm. So maybe I went into this session wanting to speak to someone specific and for whatever reason, it didn't transpire that way. And I got to speak to somebody else. And it was really, really healing. Like that, that session oh. really stands out in my mind. But it wasn't what I was expecting. And if I had really decided like, no, I only want to talk oh. to this person. Only send me this person. If I would have gotten mad about it, probably wouldn't have been so healing. 
Oh, yes. And that's one thing that's a little bit interesting about me is because when you book a reading with a psychic or a medium, a lot of times they're going to make you choose if you want a psychic connection or if you want a mediumship connection. So do you mm. want to know about your life and, you know, money and career and relationship? Or do you want to hear from loved ones on the other side? I always keep myself open to the other side. So even though you think you're going to come in and we're going to talk about your job situation, I'm keeping myself open to the other side. And so many times, like people don't know that. Um, and so when they came into me, um, they thought one thing. And then all of a sudden, I brought through somebody from the other side. And they, I remember, like, I still remember the feeling of like the first time that I actually remembered the impact that this had. And the guy was like, I had no idea that the, that talking to my dad who passed away would help out my whole entire life. You know, it was like yeah. insane. And that keeps on happening all the time because then it's like, wait, no, you actually need a little bit of healing here. And now it can help you move forward in other areas of your life. Mm -hmm. And That's I so just think, true. yeah, I just think it's like such a beautiful thing. And then, you know, I recently had a reading where it was maybe a little bit of the opposite. It's like, oh, no, they want to talk about you, girlfriend, and what's going on with your life right now because it needs some help, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so I absolutely love that though, because some, when you talk to the other side, what it's like, is kind of like, uh, ringing a phone in a phone booth and you don't know exactly who is going to answer. And so you make the call and then I trust that your spirit guides and my spirit guides are going to make the connection of whoever comes in is supposed to come in for their highest good at that moment in time. And so apparently you really needed your grandfather. Maybe you were in the right headspace to oh, um, hear not. from your dad, you know? Yeah. And so Sometimes that has happened, you know, before, but usually you call them in by name. Sometimes you can be like, Hey, get on over here. Like, where are you? And then sometimes I feel so bad for like the really sweet grandmas because mm -hmm. like, I, like, I remember one time I had this grandmother in a reading and she was just standing there and I could just tell she was standing next to me, just waiting her turn. She didn't want to interrupt. She was just very, very sweet. And then I'm like, was your grandmother like this? Because she's going to get the rough end of the stick as opposed to, you know, a really crazy aunt or uncle that you had, or a really boisterous, you know, friend and stuff like that. So little old grandma who's sweet as pie is still sweet as pie. And she doesn't want to interrupt. And she's just, you know, <laughs> it's so funny, like how that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you just answered a question that a lot of people ask, like, who do they change on the other side? Like, are my, is it still grandma? Is it still oh. my husband who's on the other side? Like, and yeah, the answer is yes. They're still oh, yeah. them. They're just, it's a more transcendent version of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I know some of them too, that are just so hard headed in their personalities. They want to keep it. You know, yeah. obviously we are souls that have lived many, many, many lifetimes, but they know that you recognize them in this lifetime. And that's what they're kind of doing is showing you how their personality is. And I think that some of them believe they're loved who they were, or they want to just keep it going for a little while. Cause I remember I've connected to some like dads in spirit that were like very, very hard headed and they're never going to change their ways. And they're still like that. Like, even though basically they, they're not completely like that anymore. They went to the other side. They are all knowing and that kind of thing, but they still show up just as their normal self. Mm -hmm. And just going back really quick too, their signs are going to relate to how they were in real life. Like my uncle Tom, love him to death, but he never ever talked. Okay. So his signs are not going to be as crazy as my mom and my other aunt, you know, they're going to be just nuts and they're going to be out there and in your face. Uncle Tom's a little bit more subtle because he's a little bit more subtle. And so they're going to keep their personality in their signs on the other side. They got you. You're going to be the same too when you cross over. Yeah, and that's so comforting. That is absolutely so comforting to know that they're still them. And I like oh, yeah. that. That's especially comforting when I think of all the animals they've ever loved oh. that are over there. 
that it's they're still there wagging their little tails or purring or or doing whatever oh. yeah and i feel like only past dogs will talk to me and for me just in case it helps anybody out there um it helps for me to pay attention to my legs i know it sounds so weird but then i will feel sensations on my legs or when i'm sitting down i will feel ones jumping on my lap and i'm not a person that has really ever been close to a lot of animals i've had two dogs and i i was close to one of them but i didn't have them for very long but they're always around so a couple of the signs too that i noticed that a lot of the dogs and cats and animals bring up is that you trip over your own feet. That's one thing. Um, they're jumping on you. You're going to just feel sensations like of someone sitting next to you on the couch. It's, that's what they used to do. Um, and a lot of times hearing the jingling of their collars is another mm. big thing. And they're on the other side too. And you know, I'm not sure if you know this, but they say that you know, pets, especially the, like dogs and cats and all those things, especially dogs specifically, though, already know unconditional love. And that's the reason why they come into our lives. Like they're actually higher vibrating beings than we are. Have you oh, ever yeah. heard of that? Oh, yeah, I absolutely yeah. agree with that. Yeah, actually, I will say that I had another kitten come into my life recently, randomly showed up in the yard, and he has just kind of reminded me of how wonderful cats are and how oh unconditional love can really change a lot of things. So I'm glad you brought that up. That's so fun. And yeah. again, so comforting. Yeah. And they yeah. have they still have their own personalities and their souls. So of course you can talk to them because it's on a soul level. You can actually talk to them when they're alive as well, telepathically. And then you can set the intention and then to start keep on working with them. And then what you really have to do is pay attention to your thoughts. So when you um decide to connect to your dog, your cat, your lizard, your turtle, horse, whatever it is, set the intention to connect to them, but know that they're human too. Like, well, they're souls too, not human, but they're going to be like, um, they might be apprehensive to talk back at first because they're not used to people talking to them, you know, telepathically, if you will, but then you're just going to have to pay attention to any thoughts that come. And then maybe that relates. And it's going to be a little bit more difficult to try and confirm that with an animal as opposed to like a human, because I can telepathically talk to a human and ask like, were you just thinking about apples, <laughs> you know, and then them say yes. So it's going to be a little bit harder, but maybe if you go up to a horse and you connect and you see bananas, go grab a banana. Does he like the banana? Like, you know, you can go ahead yeah. and try and confirm. I know it sounds so crazy, but I love, um, I love pets. I didn't even know I could connect to them on the other side. And then I remember my first time ever connecting to one she was like, I just lost a dog. She was like, do you feel a dog over there? And I'm like, well, right now. And all of a sudden I felt this spirit cat licking my hand. And I was like, oh my God, I could feel how dry the tongue was and everything. And I was like, no, but did you lose a female cat? And I was like, and she's making me feel she was a princess. And she's like, her name was queen. And yeah, so and she did cute. pass. And I oh remember just thinking like, that was so cool. And I remember one reading, I probably could have spent the whole entire hour just talking to her dog. Her dog had so much to say. Oh my God. <laughs> and so it's so funny. I love it. And so anybody can do it. It just takes practice. Yeah. So on that note, what do we practice? What do we do? How do we learn the skill on, obviously if you want to get a mentor at some point in time, right? But for those of us listening at home from a beginner's perspective, how can we begin to open up to the other side? Okay. So first thing is going to be is uh, being more mindful. I know it's so crazy. Like we talk about meditation, totally meditate if you want to, but be more mindful throughout your day is going to be like number one. And then number two, start practicing with your intuition because your intuition is the foundation to your psychic and mediumship. So intuition, think of it inward, you know? Mm. So that means that you won't doubt yourself as much if you have a strong intuition. So you can practice your intuition every day by being like heads or tails on a coin, you know? Like I love playing little games with the TV shows that I watch, like Family Feud, try to guess the numbers, you know? Like like the scores, you know, with, um, 
uh, anything, your Amazon package going to arrive today? Um, is your husband going to be in good mood? What color shirt is your friend wearing? So start to try to connect that way. And all you do is simply set the intention and go with the first thing that comes with you. Because what happens is a lot of people get the, the other side of their brain involved and they start doubting themselves. So that's what you're going to do. And then you're going to get a really solid, good, um, intuition foundation and then you can start like reading pictures if you want you know that's mm. how i started off i read pictures of friends and stuff like that so i'll just look at the picture and just start blabbing about anything that i was getting and it's going to feel like you're using your your imagination but you're not mm. because then all of a sudden once you set the intention you are saying i want spiritual guidance or i want to know about this so you are setting that intention and it's so much fun and then after a while you get better better hits um i all if you really want to get serious join a psychic development circle or mediumship development circle and you can start like practicing with like-minded people but then just all throughout your day start practicing your intuition and then start asking questions you can also be like okay am i going to get that raise or is this going to happen and then see what you pick up you know basically establish that dialogue you know and it's going to come into the form of the different senses like we talked about and talk back to it does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, it's like, it sure does. When you see an orb out of the corner of your eye, don't just be like, oh, I've seen an orb. I'm going to go Google what it means. No, ask the orb, you know, sit there right there and be like, hey, what's going on? And you might not get anything or something might come to you, but you have to at least ask. Like I know a couple of times, like I remember one time walking, you know, coming into my house and my house just felt weird. Well, I'm just not going to ignore it. Stop ignoring everything, being more mindful, right? <laughs> so I was walking into my house and I don't know why, but I, it almost felt like spirits were in my house. And I'm like, why are there spirits in my house? Like, this is BS. Like they know that it's not a free for all. And just as we have um, boundaries with our physical people, we have to have boundaries with spirits. So they know that they're not allowed to come in my house whenever they want. It's not a freaking flop house. Like my mom used to say, right? <laughs> and so I'm like, why are these spirits in my house? And so then, but I stopped and I, and I was like, why are these spirits in my house? Right. And then they're like, you're doing an event tonight online and we're waiting to talk to our past loved ones. I was like, oh, okay, then you're cool. Like just all like wait, wait <laughs> okay, in that living fine. room. Yeah. Yes, Parties yes. here. That's amazing. I've heard of other stories of mediums, like having experiencing that sort of thing where like they are getting ready to do a group of a group event or a group reading. And then they have, feel them gathering around. Cause a lot of people don't realize that there's, we call we call it the other side because it's like a whole other world on oh, the other yeah. side. They are living lives. They have jobs. It's like a little society. You could, I like to oh. think of it as like Atlantis a little bit, the city in the sky, right? Where it's just a whole other side of life. And they're not just floating in the ether, right? That's not really yeah. what's going on. <laughs> yeah, they're just like sitting there on the cloud, floating and stuff like that. Just think about it this way, though, because I always put it in my perspective. When I cross over to the other side and I have my grandbabies, maybe, you know, maybe I have like other people that I loved. Like, do you think that I'm just going to be sitting there like drinking like my fake margarita in the clouds? No, I'm going to be helping out. I'm going to be doing something. I'm going to be making it useful. I'm going to want to try to make sure that they live the best life that they ever could. And then when they cross over to the other side of the other world, they are going to look at their accomplishments. They're going to look at everything they went through and they did. And I, we're just going to have a big, huge, giant party, you know? And every time that I lose someone, um, which seems like a lot, like everybody's just like I hear pulling, pulling the ripcord lately. I'm like, whoa, like what's up? You know, like, is there something I should know? Um, but then I know that I have more people on the other side that are there for me. And then that gives me more cheerleaders to continue on with life. So I kind of look at it as dodgeball. 
dodgeball and I'm still in the game and they're right there on the side. Don't you remember dodgeball when you oh, were like junior high? Yeah. And then like all your friends would be there and they'd be shouting like, duck, do this, do that. And that's how I picture my loved ones. Like I'm still in there trying to dodge some of these balls. I'm in life, the crazy life, but they're like right there. And then, you know, sometimes you want to like trade. Sometimes you want to be like, hey, do you want to pack in? Cause I don't want to do this anymore, but no, they're there and they're there to support you. And so yeah. it's like, yeah, like, what should I do? <laughs> you know, before you get blasted by a ball and that's how I picture them. That is a great analogy. Very fun. Cause spirit, another thing people don't realize is that spirit is fun and funny and it has a sense of humor and they're not just being very cordial and like their monk robes on the oh, other yeah. side. They're presenting oh, no. themselves how they want to, and it's free will, and they are having fun over there. So it's not, they're not bogged down by the same burdens that we are in this heavy density life. They have a much like expansive existence so they can enjoy things and have fun and help you find the joy too. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and one thousand percent, because I'm like, when I get done with readings and sometimes like they're so awesome, I'm like, you guys are so awesome. And <laughs> you're then, awesome. Like, you're awesome. Yeah, you're like awesome. that was awesome. So great. <laughs> like um, Archangel Michael, like he's known as like Big Mike to a lot of peeps. And, you know, as I have, Big Mike, is that what you're Big Mike. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, like I um so we have different spirit guides so but one spirit yes. guide that we have is a master spirit guide that is with us from the time we before we were born spent a lot of lifetimes with them probably until after we pass away and they're called our master guide so I call them MG you know like you're my MG like what's up <laughs> you know that's how I talk to them um and it's really funny I'll like channel them and they just know my language and that's how we talk so mm -hmm. I like, I, I love it. Like make it your own. And that's one thing too, that I recently was telling people, and I think it might help out as well, is that your spiritual journey, which is, you know, your intuition, your psychic, your mediumship, whatever you want to do, it is like a real, any kind of relationship in your life. And so think about where you're at right now with it. Are you just now dating? Like, are you just kind of like feeling the waters? Are you going on some dates? Are you guys going study for a little while? Are right? you been doing some studying? You know, you've, you've gotten to know a little bit of the stuff or like, are you guys engaged? Are you married? Or like now how I feel like we've been married for years. <laughs> like, <laughs> old like, news. Yeah, old news. News, like like almost like yes like I trust everything that they say you know I know that it's all great like I just I'm like I don't even know I just feel like I've been married to spirit now for 30 years even though I did not grow up this way I developed my skills like probably I think I was 30 or 32 33 years old or something like that when I developed my skills when I finally learned about them um something along those lines and now I feel like I've been married to them forever. And so now I never doubt them. I always trust. I know their routine. I know what they do. So everything that you would think about, like with an, uh, if you were married for 30, 40, 50 years, like you already know everything about them, which I don't think we know everything about anybody. Just like, I don't think I know everything about the other side, but I'm not um, secure with it. I like, they know how I talk. I know how they talk and we just have this language. And so don't feel bad if it's not like this right now, because you might be going through those relationship stages. Yeah. Absolutely. I love yeah. that phrasing because it does take effort and it takes practice and you are learning your own language. It's like learning a whole new language and you're yeah. both like creating a language from scratch and, and they want you to help. Like they want you to do this. Everyone is meant to do this. You touched on that a little bit earlier yep. that we are all meant to speak to the other side. So kind of a more personal question. How has like this work impacted your spiritual awakening since it seems relatively new to your life? Oh my God. It was so weird because nobody knew about this. Cause guess what? I didn't know about it either. I was like so jealous of people that could, you know, talk to the dead. I'm like, Oh my God, that's so cool. How come I wasn't born with that? Well, we are. It's just that 
we just didn't practice it. And so it was really funny because my husband was a skeptic. He was totally like, like when the day I told him that I was a psychic and I was psychic and I could do, I could read auras and stuff like that. We hadn't been married for five years at that point. And he was like, what? But then he started um, seeing a lot of the evidence. And then all of a sudden things started changing. And then even my life changed to where it's like now my son who did not grow up with a mother that was like this is seeing me, um, you know, connect because like I said, it can help out your daily life. And so mm -hmm. now I know he knows that my mom, his grandmother is stalking him because I'm like, like, I remember one day he wasn't, he, he wasn't late for his curfew, but I knew there was something weird going on because I connected to him. And I was like, whoa, his energy is weird. So as soon as he came home, I'm like, what were you doing? And he was like, nothing. And I was like, were you drinking? Was there drugs? Like, what's going on? Like, I, I felt your energy. You weren't yourself. What's going on? Nothing, mom, nothing, 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 nothing. And I'm like, okay, fine. Then I guess that I guess I don't know what I'm doing. Then I guess a spirit's lying to me. I guess like all these things. And then he finally confessed to me like two weeks later that he accidentally trashed his brand new car and like messed up the grill and everything. And he was freaking out about that, but he didn't want to let me know. But it's really funny because here he is kind of skeptic, you know, didn't grow with a mom, grew up with a mom who did this. And I started opening up and now it's kind of impeding on his life. And then I have a lot of people in my life that are very religious who go to church every day who are very against this kind of thing. But now when things are happening they're starting to come to me for answers and guidance and things like that and someone told me this a long time ago and it's true it's like your job isn't to change other people your job is just to be the light to be yourself almost become a lighthouse in a way and then if anybody wants to gravitate towards you you can and then i know that me changing my life has you know really created a ripple effect with other people's lives it, it's really crazy. My life has transformed 1000%. I've gotten healthier. I have uh, manifested a beautiful house, a beautiful home, beautiful life. My life is so much more calm and peaceful now. I don't have as much stress now. And I feel closer to people who passed away. Um, sometimes I wish they could have stayed here, but I know that, you know, it was their time to go. And I right. love being able to communicate with them. In fact, when my mom passed away, I felt so, so bad for other people who have lost their loved ones and they didn't know how to communicate with them. And so I made sure that I wrote a book and it's called anxiety to angels. And I made sure that I had it published on my mom's birthday, um, the year that she passed. Cause I was like, other people need to know like that they need, they can do this. If that wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I hope you all do know that you can do this. Cause not only have yeah. I said it now I've been validated through somebody else as well. So now you all know that it's possible and it can change so much. And it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful gift or uh, skill. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some people are more naturally inclined to it than others. Yes, just that like is anything. True. Just yeah, like anything. Like yeah. Drawing, singing. Like I wish I could freaking sing. You know, can uh, I sing? Girl, yeah. tell me about it. Yeah, I'm able to sing. Yeah, it's definitely I'm able. Like, it might not sound good. My husband's like, well, you could take lessons. And I'm like, I'm just not drawn to it. <laughs> um, you could take singing lessons for the love of God, Heather. Please take singing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, what? But you have to be drawn to it. And that's how you know that you have it, you know? Because yes. I'm not I'm not drawn to take singing lessons, but I'm so drawn to take mediumship classes and channeling and listening to spiritual podcasts and stuff like that. So that's how you know that it's a part of you that wants to be awakened if it hasn't already. Absolutely. I totally agree. This has been so beautiful. What a lovely conversation. I love your energy so much. Can you tell us a little bit about where we can find you online, your lovely podcast? Oh, yes. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes, I host the Spiritual AF Life podcast. So that's awesome. I try to bring some of this, some of this what they call woohoo, right, down to earth. And uh, you can find me at The Real 
um, as not the fake, but the real heatherdanielle.com. And then I am Heather Danielle Psychic Medium on Facebook and Spiritual Heather Danielle on Instagram. Yay. Thank you for being here. You have shared so much magic with us. And I know we're going to be sharing a lot more coming up soon. So this isn't the, this is the, is not the last time we're going to connect together. No, I hope not. It has been so much fun. So thank you for listening to me and thank you for having me on. I love this energy here. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Spiritual AF Life podcast. You'll find all the links to resources and more in the show notes. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on the incredible episodes that are coming up.